Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep? Well, welcome. You're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, a podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. I don't know why I said bed. Uh, that was a weird intonation I just said, but we do it with a bedtime story. Tonight's trending Twitter Tuesday, so it's a story based on what's trending on Twitter. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out your lights, and press play. We're going to do the rest. And there's one additional thing we came up with last episode. Let's do it together, and then you guys can give me feedback on if this is something you want to do or not. Take all... Because, well, let's see. What the podcast is going to do is distract you. Well, first, the podcast will back it up, Scooter. I guess going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts, worries, troubles, brain-related activities. And what we're going to do right now is wrap that stuff up. Take a breath. Yeah, we're going to we're calling it a burden. Let's call it a bundle of brain brain bundle. Wrap up that brain bundle. Wrap it tight. Come on. You know, you're just doing it with your brain anyway. Huh, yeah. How can we wrap a brain bundle with our brain? Whatever. Let's put the neuroscience aside. Okay, get it tight. Put it at the foot of your bed. (sighs) Lie back down and kick that bundle right off the bed. There it is down there. It's on the floor. When you get up tomorrow morning, that bundle of brain stuff will still be down there. Boom, you can pop it right back in your head. And you'll be ready to go back to the regular world where your brain races all day long. But this is the place where we distract you from that racing mind with our story. So you can set aside your thoughts. Just listen to my voice. I'm going to talk, tell a tale. But you don't have to give me your full attention because this isn't a quiz. There's no pop quizzes. There's no schedule quizzes. There's no open book quizzes. You just listen. Kind of pay attention. Let me distract you and drift off into dreamland. That's the goal here, to help you fall asleep. If you're new here, I hope the podcast helps you out, honestly. I know what it's like not to be able to sleep, whether it's a short-term thing or a long-term thing. Or, you know, you just want to get a good night's sleep or you just want some background noise. I'm here for you, whichever of those you're looking for. And I hope it works if it doesn't. Sorry I wasted your time. I hope you find something else that does help you out. Um, We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Trending Twitter Tuesday episodes are www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. <laughs> trending, Twitter, tw- trending Twitter episodes are www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash Tuesdays. I believe. I should always check that link. I always mean to. But nobody nobody clicks that link anyway. Um, and now somebody will. You can get a hold of me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can post on our website, comments. You can, uh, that's email, uh, Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. A lot of people find it easy to get hold of me there. A lot of people find it easy to get hold of me on Facebook, Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, I got a little bit of uh, poetry and uh, artwork coming in. I've got to get clearance from the people that have sent it in. But you can go to Tumblr somewhere, and uh, that's where I'm going to post any uh, fan-related artwork, not just about the podcast. You can also send us a postcard or a self-addressed stamped envelope to Sleep With Me Podcast, at Sleep With Me Podcast, P.O. Box 1751, Alameda, California, 94501. 
or go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash S-A-S-E to figure out, you know, if you want it. I'll send you some notes from the show. If you also, that that's enough to freaking think about at one time. Uh, that's it. It's trending Twitter Tuesday. What we're going to do, I'm going to go straight into it. Well, let's pause for a second and then we'll go into it. All right, so it's trending Twitter Tuesday. Trending Twitter Tuesday. Tales trending on Twitter on Tuesday. Today. Today's Sunday, but uh, it's early on Sunday. I'm going to put aside the uh, intro voice. Doing a podcast early, I got real life uh, related uh, schedule changes. Oh boy, you know, exciting. It's uh, two something. And uh, if you guys have been following the trending problems with my phone, I ended up buying a phone. Now, um, this isn't a tech podcast, but uh, I ended up buying the, uh, I've been an iPhone user. I've had an iPhone 4S for three years. Very happy with it, except at the tail end. But that was partially my fault for uh, jailbreaking it so I can unlock it and leave my first carrier and go to a second carrier and then not being able to update it. So, you know, that was, and plus I was getting a little. And then I was like having trouble past couple weeks getting the phone and uh, getting it working or it was like resetting a lot or lagging. And then I was like saying, this the only reason I'm telling you guys this story is just in case this can be helpful to anybody. It's not a um, tech opinion piece. But so then I was like, I really wanted the new iPhone 6, the, not the Plus. That looked a little too big for me. But I sat down. I figured, I was like, I can't, honestly, I can't afford it. I'm going to be real with you guys. I mean, not in a, I mean, I could have afforded it, but then I would have been like, you know, not budgeting, not being responsible with my money, as I guess, instead of saying I can't afford it. It wouldn't have been responsible. Um, and I would, you know, whatever. And so then I was like, oh, well, I, I really want that iPhone. But I, whatever way I figured out of paying for it, um, and I'd prefer an unlocked phone. And I was like dropping 750 850 big ones on a phone when you got to put it up. Even if I was going to try to figure out some way to finance it, I'm like, that's still two years. That's a big – and then I shopped around. I'm a little bit of a tech geek. I know there's other people. Saw this Moto G by Motorola, affordable Android phone. Never had an Android phone before. So I bought it. And that's what I'm using for this episode. And the cost of this phone's 179 unlocked. So let's see. We'll see how it goes. I just got it Friday night in the mail. Amazing. The, another thing about the world we live in, that phone was mailed to me from China, where it was made to, to here. That's like, went from China. I was watching it, of course. Went from China to Hong Kong to Memphis to Oakland to me. That's like, that's crazy, huh? The world we live in these days. Um, not crazy good or crazy bad. Okay, so the phone story, let's put that aside. I'm going to tell stories before we even get to me building up to telling a story. But I had one other thing I wanted to tell you guys that's fun. Um, nothing to do with phones or technology. Hodor from Game of Thrones. I've been saying that. And again, I've, I haven't been doing Game of Thrones podcasts as long as other people, so this might be already out there in the universe. But just a fun thing is yelling Hodor. Like ever since I saw Hodor naked and I said Hodor, uh, when I real, that's what I said when I saw it. I was like, I've been yelling it 
And it's just, uh, it's like a fun thing. Like most of the time I'm yelling at when I play with my dog and I throw the ball and she can't, I'm like, whoa, door. Or like I'm cheering. But I think you could also substitute for swearing. Like you could use it in anger or you could say, you know, Hodor or so just a thing to test out. Not in a, no, again, I love Hodor. Hodor? I think it's Hodor though. Uh, but you could use that as like an expletive or a, one of those, whatever the word is for when you just shout stuff out. I don't, I can't think of it right now, but that's what I've been using as a Hodor, you know, you know, anybody's going to be in the bedroom later. Um, like with someone else or, you know, solo, uh, you could try that out, you know, see, oh, you know, see, of course, then probably better off testing it solo because you don't want to shout it out and then have someone say, who the hell's Hodor? Are you talking about Hodor? What's wrong? You know, it could not be, that would not be post-coital bliss. Um, so, uh, so Trendy 22's. <laughs> Uh, I got the new. Okay, so let me turn on this phone here that I was talking about. Try to find some screenshots. Of course, it doesn't. Twitter. I pause it. Camera. Hmm. Okay. Oh dear. Okay, I'm gonna have to pause. <laughs> All right. So I got the screenshots taken. Um. This is a little bit different, uh, the Twitter app for Android. It's a little bit different than the iOS 5 Android app I've been using. Uh, so this one's got a lot of trends. I don't see any sponsored trends. And uh, uh, this will be interesting. It'll be a new thing. It's a list. And let's do this thing, okay? How about it? It's uh, 220. Well, it was 221 when I took these. Now it's 228. Um, sorry. Sorry about that. I don't want to corrupt the system. All right, so we're back with, uh, turning Twitter. We're back with the, um, our Halloween. It's probably our last Halloween-related episode, and they're, I guess it ended up only being vaguely related to Halloween, but, um, not important. And, uh, in case you guys are wondering, yes, I will be dressing as Witchbeard, Lady Witchbeard, this year for Halloween. And no, I won't be putting any pictures out of me as Lady Witchbeard. Originally, I was going to be Miss Piggy because I do a great Miss Piggy uh, imitation. If I, I think I've done it on the podcast, but I'll do it for you uh, right now because I don't, I'm totally wasting so much time. I'll hold on, I'm back way up. Hey, Frog. Okay. I, hiya. Hiya. Can't do it too loud without worrying about blowing up the microphone. Um, and usually I, you have to yell it, you know, it's just her doing the karate chop. I can almost do her like, I've had enough of that frog. I can't do it right now. It's hard in this environment without, you know, waking people up or blowing your earbuds out. Because miss that. But uh, so that's, um, but so I want, believe it or not, guys, I had this crazy week on podcast related so I had, to, I had to call in. I called in. I said, I'm not going to make it out to the transverse uh, bed and breakfast until to the, to the time of the show. So we're totally riding um, on a wing and a prayer is uh, um, Bon Jovi, I believe, for said. Or I don't know if it's John Bon Jovi or is there another Bon Jovi? 
is like Ricky, Richie, it's not Richie Val, Richie Sambora and John Bon Jovi. I don't know. But anyway, I didn't make it out there this week. So I'm, I'm, I'm like kind of going to give you guys, well, I went out there like a couple hours ago. So it's like I was on, yeah, like I said, a wing and a prayer trying to figure out uh, if this story was going to come through or not. So I get out there just to fill you guys in. There's older episodes the last three Tuesdays. There's this bed and breakfast. It's on the edge of this fantasy, fiction-y, metaverse situation that I can get to by, you know, don't worry about the facts, all right? Um, But it's out there. It's a bed and breakfast for, for like, G to light PG monsters and villains. And they go out there. And they do bed and breakfast R&R type stuff. And then there's like a, outside of their English style garden is a this thing called the metaverse. No, transverse. And it's got like a, you go through this mist, ice cream mist situation or candy mist. I don't know because it's had candy one time. And then you end up um, in some metaverse, transverse world where you uh, – can come face to face with your stories or I'm sure like the couples go out there and they like do some kind of couples counseling out there. Or, you know, if you're out there by yourself and you're trying to figure out why you're so down, maybe you go maybe like a vision quest situation. I don't know, since I'm not a monster or villain, I don't get like uh I only work there and I didn't show up to work this week, so but so I get out there this week and I'm like, Oh boy, I really and I'm a you know, beggars can't be choosers this week because uh, I don't have, uh, you know, I don't have multiple days to choose from. So I get in the, I come into the lobby and believe it or not, they're all gathered around this one lady's tablet. I didn't even know they had like Wi-Fi out there. I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, we're trying to watch the X Factor results. Be quiet. And it was the owner and his wife, or the owners. Wow, that's very uh, patriarchal and um Unfeminist, what do you call that? Misogynistic almost. The owners, sir. Excuse me for having to excuse myself. Um, the owners who are married to each other or in a, you know, partners or, um, yeah, they're married. Uh, well, I just got thrown off by my own false assumptions about the way the world works. But I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning as I go here, folks. I'm growing as a person, but so they're like trying to watch. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm trying to look around. And again, like you guys are, it's hard, you know, you know, like a dream dreams are like, this is a bit like a dream. Like I can't quite see across the room. Who else is gathered on the tablet? Is the tablet like a regular tablet or is it like a stone tablet with a screen? And, um, you know, was this, uh, is that an Android or Apple? Is it running some sort of, uh, like magical interface because that's all good stuff for future stories I could bag, you know, and maybe make some money off of um, down the road. But, uh, again, it was misty. And so I just sat down. The only chair open was this friggin' one of those friggin' chairs that looks great and feels better, greater. And I said, I said, I don't know what these people are doing with the furniture where it looks fancy. And it feels good at this bed and breakfast because most of the stuff, most of those places, you look at the stuff. First of all, cheers to these people for actually using these rooms because a lot of times the bed and breakfast, like you feel like these living room and sitting rooms, 
They're only used if, like, the couple's there and they get into a fight. And then one of the people, like, goes down one of these rooms to either, like, pretend they're reading. Or maybe some people are reading occasionally. Or call someone they shouldn't be calling or text them. Or, you know, just get away and, de- de- you know, they're usually rooms of, uh, not for hanging. But this place they were hanging looking at the X results. And then I'm sitting around and, and I'm like, be honest, I'm starting to get nervous because I got a podcast to do. And I'm like, man, like, uh, I'm like, they're like laughing. And so then I try to go over there, but there's no, like, literally, it's like one of those situations where it's like the tablet. I can't see any of the tablet because I got all these heads. And I start to notice like someone's got purple hair. I see a couple bolts, like out of, some, out of somebody's neck. I'm like, okay, this is looking good, man. We got somebody with bolts in their neck, Frankenstein maybe, and purple hair could be anything. And then I start, I try to, I feel like left out. So then I start trying to be like, oh yeah, like Susan Boyle on this one. Is she like a judge? And it's crickets. They're ignoring me because they're watching. And then I'm like, yeah, Susan, you know, uh, these shows aren't just only for the young, you know, and I start singing. And then uh, the, one of the, one of the owners, she says, uh, she says, can you go in the other room, the uh, sunroom? Uh, you know, she's like, it's actually full of darkness, but we still call it the sunroom or the solarium. Maybe she said solar. I don't remember, but I was like, I was hurt, uh, you know, a little bit embarrassed, a little bit sad because I was ostracized. I felt like, again, I'm not, a, again, I'm, I guess, I, you know, I should have known my bounds as a person there to like get stories and I, you know, worked there, but then she, maybe she was mad at me for not coming to work this week too. Uh, so I went out to the sunroom, which was, uh, it was beautiful. It was like, um, it was like a midnight gray in that room. Like the cat from the, that Sir Pounce slept with last episode. And, uh, it was, it was outside of the windows, but also all the stuff in the room. So at first it was, it was beautiful but then as I tried to negotiate the room, I was bumping into stuff because everything was the same color, gray, and the outside. But uh, it was kind of like being, I felt like a, like a room in Wonka's factory that um, got zapped by something. Like I, I was the boy that never was happy. Like I was one of the kids on the tour. And he was like, you know, turn your frown around and uh, upside down the boy. That never smiled. Something like that. Gene Wilder, man. I mean, he, he talk about somebody you miss. But then I start singing like, you know, uh, oompa loompa, doobity da. There goes a boy where there's something of a uh, oompa loompa, doobity do. There goes a boy who frowns for you. Why are you always frowning? What? Do you get when you pout all day? A boy without joy who always cries and runs away. I don't know, something like that. I was singing, and I was like, um, uh, I didn't realize there was somebody in the room watching me do a terrible, like, Oompa Loompa song, which now it's out on the internet. <sighs> Great. But, uh, so I sit down, and I, because I found like a great, a great chair once I started feeling around. And I started thinking about Halloween, and I was like, I wonder if there are any trick-or-treaters here. 
And then I just started yelling trick or treat, uh, smell my feet to see. I guess I was still kind of acting up for attention. And um, and then I sent someone watching me. I turn around. And then there's like this um, elf, uh, not an elf. Like it, I don't know, it's just something I've never seen before, but you've seen it in like your uh, Jungian type, uh, type, you know, dreams. It's kind of like an elf troll uh, combo. Again, I'm not sure what Rumpelstiltskin was. Maybe he was human, but uh, when I think about what Rumpel, and I don't watch that show that has Rumpelstiltskin on it. I think that's once, but I'm not sure. But uh, it was like a Rumpelstiltskin type, uh, whatever cre- creature. I mean, is that a race? I'm I'm sorry. Like, call me ignorant, but some sort of uh, what are those called? Like, do they call them halflings in Dungeons and Dragons? Is that I don't know, but some some sort of thing that it wasn't like an elf where you're like, oh, this is definitely you know soft round Disney eyes situation where I'm like, okay, this brings probably nice, or a troll where it's clear it's, a, you know, some sort of, you know, evil or non-bright creature. But also, whatever way you looked, it gave me a sense that, uh, like, walking on a car lot, like, I was like, oh, boy. And uh, I said, hey, what's, how you doing? And he said, hello, hello. And I said, uh, you watching me sing there? And he said, oh, yes, I am, I am. And I said, uh, uh yeah, it's just uh, pretending I was on Willy Wonka because of this gray room. Get, get get this gray room. He said, I'm colorblind. I don't see color. And I said, oh, that's too bad. Um, uh, you're still watching me, though. Now we're just talking. Could you go into like conversation mode? I don't know how people change, but you're still. Oh, sorry. I think I talked to the staff here. And they say, you have something to ask me? You have something to ask Lauren? And I say, what? They say, you are, ah, my name is Lauren. How do you do? And I said, oh, wow, I thought, probably, no offense, but I was guessing your name ended in, like, stilt skin or skin, kin, or um, leprechaun, like, uh, whatever that evil leprechaun was. Do you see those leprechaun movies? And they, again, this happens a lot in this podcast where people just stare at me while... I'm talking, and he doesn't say anything. And I said, oh, like, are you a guest, or do you work here, or did you just wander in out of the, like, did you escape from the transverse? Do I got to worry? He said, he just goes, oh, you're a funny guy. Uh, you're the story whisperer, no? And I said, uh, uh, well, no, I mean, uh, did somebody call me that? That's that's pretty cool, but I can't call myself that, uh, you know, I can't give myself a nickname. And they said, well, you tell uh, stories to the guests that try to sleep. And I said, yeah, I do. Um, and, uh, I, uh, yeah, I was doing it, but I didn't show up to work this week because I uh, got, you know, a long story you don't want to hear. Oh, no, I don't want to hear unless you are going to sleep me. I hear you have a problem with villains, I hear. And I go, well, what do you mean by villains? Like, uh, like traitors, like they leave their team, and then you know, like, a, like someone like, a, like a Robin Van Persie. And I said, well, I didn't say that. You said it. Um, and I don't know if you had a choice in that. And that was a while ago. You're still not over that. And he said, uh, 
I am uh, going to, I'm going to, and I said, yeah, <laughs> said in more ways than one, I bet. And uh, I said, uh, what are you, you you're, you're a villain? He said, oh, I'm a villain. I'm the, I'm the teller of tales of villainy. I'm the villain whisperer. And then I got out, then I was like, okay, maybe my, like, sense, my gut was right that this guy, I'm like, this guy's here to steal my podcast. And I said, well, what, what, what? what? You're whisperer of villains? And he said, I'm here to set the record straight, my friend, uh, with you and tell you some stories about villains to fix things. And I said, uh, um, okay, well, uh, I guess, um, and he said, come on, let's go out to the transverse and we'll take, and I said, well, the thing is, I don't, now that you told me you're a villain, usually, you know, two out of the last three times I went there, I got something to eat from the transverse that was sweet. And, uh, you know, like, uh, is it going to be like poison because you're a villain? And he just laughed. He didn't answer me. And he said, I get you plenty of Halloween candy. And, uh, how about some football cards? You like Sammy Watkins? I get you some football cards with gum. And I said, they don't even make that anymore. Just like a villain. And so we get out to the transverse. And we go through, you know, garden, swimming pool, transverse. And it's got, you know, the sky at this point is green and gray and red, which I'm like, huh, that's almost Christmas. Uh, but then there was a couple orange shooting stars, which were cool. And then he starts pulling stuff out. It's all my favorite candy, which is like torturous and a candy bag, like a backpack candy bag. So I could keep my hands free. That was like a pumpkin and it was comfortable. Not one of those stupid string backpacks that they give out for free. Like that's going to, what do you, you want some strings sticking in your shoulders? And he's filling this bag up with everything, like all the good stuff, Reese's Pieces, Peanut M&M's, Nestle Crunch, uh, none of the, you know, none of the stuff you're like, oh, brother, not another Tootsie Pop, uh, coconut-flavored uh, Lifesavers, Almond Joy, Mounds, I mean, oh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Twix, uh, with the stuff that's like Twix, but the, um, that's not uh, those things called Kit Kats. Uh, uh, blow, blow pops. I mean, you name it. Nerds, every Wonka candy, Wonka bars, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be all eating this because he's a villain. But I don't want to rock the boat anymore. And uh, he says, "Are you familiar with the tale of uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears?" And I'm like, "I'm familiar with the title, but I don't know about the tale." And so then, next thing you know, we're in the transverse, and I was like, "Was that a?" I was like, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, is that one where she came to the house, right? And she messed up all the bear stuff, and then she, she did she get out of there? And he's like, that is the tale. Like, she eats uh, them out of house and home, and, you know, eats their porridge and messes their house up and then runs away. And I said, yeah, I'm familiar with that tale. And he said, well, in our world, how do you think, you know, uh, Goldilocks is viewed. And I go, I know exactly because somebody already thought of that and they rewrote it, I think, as if Goldilocks is the villain. And goes, so clearly you are uh, reading books for children and not adults. And I say, yeah, 
I am from time to time because uh, sometimes I like, you know, seeing some, what's, what's, what business it of yours, villain? Is that your villainy? Hating uh, people that read out of their uh, defi- predefined reading uh, Lexile scores or whatever the hell they're called? And he said, calm down, man. I'm just trying to make a point now. What other villains can you think of about candy? And I will fix the set the story straight with that tale. And I say to him, "Well, I'm like, uh, well, you, you know, a villain I'm thinking about today is like George R. R. Martin's got to be thinking Geno Smith's a villain." And the guy just basically doesn't know what I'm talking about. I'm like, "You're the one that brought up football cards, and uh, you know, only a villain would want somebody to chew the gum that was used to be inside cards because that stuff was like." sucked from multiple ways and uh but I, you know the the taste would make me want more. yeah what do you what the hell's your problem and then he goes uh, ah he goes i think i got a title chino smith and the touchdown Steelers. you know uh, and then you have uh just george r martin and i was like you weren't listening to me were you just thinking of that title i'm like is it going to be Steelers like the Pittsburgh Steelers or like Steelers? And he said, a double meeting, what do you say? I said, that could be, uh, that'd be good for the short, if if it was like some sort of instantly published book for a short time while Gina, like while it's applicable, which wouldn't be very long, um, probably. Uh, so no, that's not a good idea. I mean, it's funny for a thought experiment, but we don't have time because I got to get to your story. But you're asking me for a story, right? He said, I'm strictly asking you for a villain from a, a childhood tale so I can set the record straight. And I said, okay, strictly set. And I was like, okay, let me think. Candy. And I was thinking, I got candy on the brain. And then he goes, Pitvicent. And I said, what? And he said, as I sneezed. And he said, it sounded like you said Pitvicent. And I said, no, that's I have an allergy to... Uh, the candy wrappers. I was like, well, you guys have plastic in your universe because they're play." And I was like, oh, you know, they used to make it out of wax paper. Some of them still do. So get and I said, well, the villain I'm thinking of is that lady. She lived in the woods in a candy house. And she, like, grabbed those German kids or whatever. The, or the German kids ran away from home. They had a mean stepmother or something. And he says, oh, yes, uh, that was the tale of uh, Lady Martavis uh, from the uh, land of Bryant. I said, no, it was like old Mother Hubbard or something, uh, the little old witch that lived in the candy house. I can't remember. It was, uh, I, I'll think of the name of it, but the kids, they left breadcrumbs or something, and the breadcrumbs got eaten, and there was something, and, uh, you know, they, it was like the lady was trying to season them, and he said, like, with chives and And I was like, did you say chives? And he said, yeah, chives and and I said, and I said, well, I, I, not, I said chives. I said, well, is that how you flavor your your German children, you sicko? And I said, aren't you going to tell me defend this lady? And he said, I, you, he goes, you, you, your, te, your ability to describe things is terrible. And I said, well, yeah, man, it's a, it's a trick of the trade, bro. I'm a boring guy, lulling. But again, I, I can't remember... Hansel and Gretel, that's it. It took me a while. The tale of Hansel and Gretel. 
And then he, he realizes his eyes like light up. He said, oh, that's a good one. Thank you. And then he said, he stuck out his finger to me. He goes, Senzo Maiwa. And I said, what? And he said, Senzo Maiwa. And I said, pull your finger. And he said, yeah, sorry. It goes, my, my, my brain like malfunction there. And I said, you got, and I, I go, get, can you get to the story? And he goes, okay, so that tale, he goes, you know, you think it's like uh, the kids, they run away from home, whatever, we won't go into that. They go to the witch's house, they start eating the candy, and they say, finally, we're free of our family bondage, and we can eat all the candy we want. And then the old woman, or the witch, as you call her, she comes and she finds them, and she is mean. She can't see so well. She's going to eat them and fatten them up, or at least the boy. And then they shove her in the oven and they run away. Correct? That's the tale. And the father saves them after dealing with some mean woman who was trying to dominate them. Correct? And I say, yeah, that's, that's the one. And I said, you know, I, I go, uh, you know, they've spent enough time, you know, uh, they have spent more time on the candy house. I wish, you know. There was like a, 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 I was like, and it was like, what about candy construction? You know, why isn't there like a book about candy? You know, it's like, is that, was that a gingerbread house? How would it stay like in the woods? You know, we, we need someone like an expert. And he said, okay, calm down. I set the record straight here. I never said a, I'm going to like uh whatever. I'm not a lawyer or a architect of candy houses. So this tale, he goes, uh, is co incorrect, of course. That's why I'm here. So this woman, okay, you got the woman you call our witch, a mean old woman. She's a lady who loves to build things. So that's ironic you bring up the construction of the house because in this land she live in, right, there was a, 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 a overproduction of candy. Ever Mad King loved candy. He put everyone to work making candy. This woman, she sees there's a glut on the candy market because he flooded it with all his candy. And too much candy, you can only eat so much candy. And she buys all this candy for almost nothing. She says, I make my house out of this candy because, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's made from poison, basically, so no bugs will come because this is seriously industrial candy. And... Uh, she said there was a low bug situation anyway because so many bugs ate the candy. They died, to be honest with you. And uh, she said, you know, I'll live there. I'll retire. I'll be happy. And, uh, you know, I'll just live in this house now, which she didn't realize. Now, this is where you guys get this story mixed up. But I was like, let me just guess these two kids are troublemakers. No, 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 no. You guys are always, uh, you, you don't realize, like, the who told the tale originally was these two dogs, not two kids, okay? And they happened to be talking dogs so they could retell the story of their version of it. But so this woman, she's retired in a candy house. Peaceful woman, peaceful house. But again, the candy glut resulted in everyone, you know, the king was like, you'll all need candy. And uh, so people started eating everything, uh, you know, the the other foods, People were starving and they're only surviving on candy, so they'd eat anything alive. So there's a lot of extinction. Vegetables are gone. Even this woman, she's subsiding on, like, she's just trying to get by on graham crackers. That was the healthiest thing she could think she could eat. They still had cinnamon sugar on them. And then she had this one candy bar. 
she liked. It was called the Anthony Bar. I'm like, was that made by made of boys or something? And I said, no, 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 no. It was a famous candy maker, kind of like your Willy Wonka. Uh, it was the king, King Anthony, and this was his favorite bar with two R's. And uh, it was named after him, but it, it was uh, secretly it had a uh, it had some uh, vitamins crushed and ground up into it because that was what the king would eat, and you know, king wanted to stay alive. There was also protein and some electrolytes and some amino acid type things. Now, no one knew this. The, the witch woman that you call her, she just thought it was good. So her subconscious was keeping her alive. She'd stack power a lot of these Anthony bars, but no one else knew that they were healthy. So that was keeping her healthy. But she still had a craving, you know, for food, and she prayed to the gods that they pray for in this time and age. And she said, please, you know, I need some meat or something to eat. Please, gods, you know. Uh, I know if an animal must give its life, I will, you know, honor it and stuff. And then uh, one much day later, these dogs had been rampaging through the countryside, unbeknownst to this woman, going crazy, eating candy, and then going crazy like a child and doing terrible things, horrible, horrible. And they get to this woman's house and they're growling outside. And she says, oh, dear, uh, how will I get to, you know, you still need water to live. She had a well. How will I get to my well? And the dogs were going around her house. Now she had, uh, as you asked about the building of the house, coated her house in some sort of candy coating that was uh, impervious to licking and water. So, you know, to keep it. So the dogs, they were pounding against their house and they, uh, they were talking. They said, we're going to get you, lady. We're going to get your candy and you too. If you don't just let us in and eat your candy house from the inside out. And she said, well, where will I live? The whole uh, world is in anarchy with this candy king. And uh, they said, we don't care about you or the candy king or anybody. We're going to eat you and your house up, and we're going to eat it good. And so the woman, she was afraid, but she was a smart, smart woman. And so she wondered. She said, okay, maybe this is the animals that God sent to me to eat, and so I will eat them. And she said, uh, what should I do? to get these animals uh, not so crazy so I can eat them good. And she was aware of this whole insulin crash thing. So she got a uh, bunch of the sodas. She had not drank the sodas because she noticed the caffeine would not wake her up. She thought it would. And so she'd take all the sodas and she'd pour them down the side of the house and the animals, they licking. And she playing gallons and gallons of soda out of her uh, chimney and down her uh, drain pipes and into the dog's mouth and on the ground. And after a while, like these dogs, they fall asleep, but they fall asleep in these soda puddles. And the sun cooked them, and the dogs, they're stuck in the puddle, and they're all covered, and their hair is matted, and they're lackadaisical. And so she drags them in, and she blocks them up in her house in a couple of cages. She was keeping, you know, for just in case, she, you know, humanoid dog-sized cages. And then the dogs, you know, they wake up and they get a soda hangover and then they're angry and they say, we're going to make you blah, blah, blah. And she says, shut up, you mean dogs, you jerks. And she said, I'm going to feed you these, uh, these Anthony bars, uh, you know, just, uh, and then I'm going to eat you. And she said, you know, I think I'll start with you, the meaner, meaner one. And, uh, but she said, you know, I'll sing to you and be kind to you and feed you these bars. Now, these dogs, they were no dummies. 
So they figured uh, one day this woman's going to slip up and we're going to get her. And they worked out some sign language. And they were communicating back and forth. Now this poor woman, she just wanted to, you know, eat some meat and retire in her house. And uh, this society had no strange norms against eating. She was under the impression her gods had brought her these dogs and the dogs were cruel. And it was them, her or her or them, because she needed to go out and get water. And so one day, ironically, she was out getting water. And the dog said, I've never felt stronger from these Anthony bars. There must be something in them. And uh, and uh, what I'm going to do is pretend I'm starving because I notice she doesn't see so good. And I'm going to eat as many Anthony bars. I'm going to break out of this cage. And we're going to, you know, wreak havoc again, my friend. And the other dog was more, sounds good, man. That's good. Sounds good. We're going to eat this candy house right up, huh? And this dog was like, you better believe it, brother. So this dog, he pretended he was starving when the woman came back. The other dog said, hey, I noticed my friend's not doing so hot. And your eyes aren't so good because of, uh, you know, diabetes or whatever. So maybe you should check on him. And the dog, you know, kept the, uh, it's, uh, you know, made it feel like it was bones. I can't remember if he used the cage or what the woman might have been. I don't know. This The second half of this story is like uh, confusing a bit there. But she thought this dog was starving. She kept giving it, and he said, Oh, Anthony Bars, more Anthony Bars. So she fed this dog every Anthony Bar it had, and it must have had steroids in it and uh, whatever. So this dog became ultra powerful. And over a short, you know, two or three day span, it was a hulking mass of a dog, and it blew up the cage. And the woman said, Oh, dear. What a, what a, what a, what? And the dog let its other dog out. And they kicked the woman out. They ate her house inside out. And the woman, she, her heart broke because she said, I built that house with my better hands. The whole society's collapsed. I was planning on living here off the grid. I have a artisan, artisan well or artisan spring or artisan well. And I had enough Anthony bars to last me the rest of my days. And then I fed them to you and you broke my house. And you broke my heart. And why, why? Would anyone, you know, make a country forced to eat candy? That is villainy in and of itself. And you two dogs are even worse. For you just roam the countryside and do as you please. And you ate my house without mercy. And they said, lady, you're lucky, you know. We don't have a taste. We're just dogs. We're not smart enough to know we could eat you. Like you were going to eat us, you know, probably, you know, get some strength. And now there's no, no no more Anthony bars. We're just going to go roam the countryside and uh, eat more candy and we'll die of early death because it's not good for us. And she just, she was already gone for her heart broken. And the poor retired woman was gone forever. And uh, that's the tale of Hansel and Gretel. And that was the names of those dogs was Ranzel and Redel. Ranzel, Redel. Are our names, candy innings I came, and they wandered the countryside for a while, until, of course, you know, the, you know, they caught the candy eating days caught up with them and the rest of that society, and that was the end of the Candyland experiment, and uh, that's the end of my tale. You see, you think it's just these German kids, these poor German kids, and this mean old woman. You miss the complexities of the societal ills that trickled down and cause a glut in the candy market and madness. 
and then dogs were driven to men. They could have been good dogs at one point. And they were driven to a choice they thought they had to make in this woman. She thought the gods had brought him these dogs. And either way, it was a right for her, I guess, to capture them. She needed water. And she could have used the dogs, you know. And they were going to hurt her, possibly. She was afraid. And they ended up eating her house. So that's a, a tale for you to learn from about villainy. And then, so then at the, I was like speechless. Like, usually, you know, the stuff I say... You know, people don't know what to say back to me, but at this point I'm like staring at this dude like, what? And I said, oh man, like, wow, that's quite the tale. God, that doesn't freaking have anything to do with Halloween. And now I got to go back home and record this podcast. I was like, it's a good story though. Crazy. I was like, I'd love to know the history of this candy king. I was like, did you ever see uh, wreck Ralph? And then he looked at me, and I said, I loved the Candy King in that, or King Candy, his voice. I could listen to it all day long. And um, I like that movie. I like it a lot. And uh, I like the people that wrote it. And one of the writers on it ended up writing Frozen, so there. And, uh, you know, every, every so that's great. Uh, nice tale. I still don't like villains, to be honest with you. You didn't really win me over. But, um, okay, it was great meeting you. I'm going to just leave this candy here in the transverse. Oh, no, my friend, that's perfectly good candy. I'm like, yeah, sure it is. Uh, and uh, ended up I opened my bag, and there was two puppies inside, puppies that looked evil. So, uh, and then I put them out on the ground, and then they turned into some sort of noxious vapor. And I said, well, noxious was a uh, vocabulary a couple weeks ago. And he said, okay, let's go back. I guess my plans did not work. But that's a true story. Don't ever believe the tale of Ansel and Gretel again. And I said, I don't even think, I said, to be honest, I'm going to go home and take a shower and then try to figure out what, what you just told me. Um, and I might not eat candy again either, so... That's the tale um, of Hansel and Gretel, I guess, and why villains. Um, I guess there's two sides to every story, maybe, is what his point was. Um, or that, yeah, or that reinventing uh, children's genre, Aesop fairy tales, is uh, riddled with pitfalls. I don't know, but... Uh, that's the story. I went back to the thing, and I said I'd work like a quadruple shift to make up for uh, missing my work. So I got to go back right now, hop in the Roose Bolton Fantasy Fiction, Fiction Fantasy time machine, and get to work. So hopefully I helped you fall asleep uh, without too much um, melodrama. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, all right? Get a good night's sleep, rest, and dream of... Uh, Candied houses reinforced against madness. All right, thanks.